Yo, 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 yo. What's good, everybody? Welcome once again to the Fantasy Brother podcast with me, the Fantasy Brother, a.k.a. Rory. On this podcast, we talk about NFL fantasy football. And sometimes, you know, at all the times, we discuss some things that affect us in everyday life and how we flex in the world. Now, this episode is a special episode because on this episode, <laughs> how many times can I say the word episode, right? But we're going to be doing my home league draft. All right, so for those of you who may not be aware, your home league is your most important league in fantasy football. It is the one that you care about the most, maybe the one that you invest the most money, maybe the most time. And in my case, it is probably the most money invested and definitely the most time invested. This league started in 2007, so this is a 15-year running. And, you know, most of the guys, we've known these guys uh, from that time, and other people have come in along the way. But it's still, you know, nice, very fun league, 12-team PPR. And a lot of these guys, you know, my real friends in real life. So big up to those guys as well. So right now, it's eight minutes before my draft starts. And you guys will get to hear my picks live as they happen. <laughs> so I can't fake this. My most important league, we're going to hear maybe the first couple rounds, maybe three rounds. We'll see how fast the draft goes. You know, you don't want to hear my whole draft. <laughs> You know, we'll just go through some of the top picks and then maybe, you know, the next episode, I'll fill you guys in on what transpired afterwards. Um, so also on this episode, I wanted to go over some last minute draft tips, right? So I know a lot of people had their draft this past weekend, but then again, there are also a lot of people who are going to have their drafts uh, this coming, this coming week and weekend and going into the holiday next Monday as well. So here are my five last-minute draft tips. Rule uh, tip number one, make time and space for the draft, meaning clear your calendar of all, you know, things, commitments that you have, you normally have. You know, you have the wife, the kids, you got work, you know, practice, you know, whatever it is you're going to do, you have to, cancel that or set aside time for that that draft time because it's important it's once a year it's christmas for us you know it's new year's eve is everything it's that one day so make sure you clear your time you got a quiet space you may have a cold one whatever it is <laughs> you need to have time and space all right so as we go into <laughs> as we go into this episode I can see that I will not be able to give you the five tips like on time because the draft is going to start in five minutes. So what I'll do is I'll bounce, I'll alternate between the draft and the draft tips. We'll just kind of play it by ear and see how it goes. But I know definitely, you know you guys will be interested in the draft for sure. So we'll keep an eye on that. And then I'll come back to my tips if I'm not done. All right. So... Yeah, the first thing you have to do is make sure you make time and space and be available for the draft, fully focused. Second tip, 
you want to be relaxed. Well, kind of tied to the first one, but you want to be in a relaxed state of mind. You know, you don't want to be tired or sleepy or angry. You just want to have zen. <laughs> Your mind just free, relaxed, because right now you're going to make some, some important decisions that are going to determine if you're a winner or a loser. And I don't know about you, but I like to win. All right, so <laughs> we're not taking it anything lightly. So you want to be relaxed. Next thing in the draft, you want to be flexible. All right. Be ready to change on the fly. Adjust your whole strategy on the fly. If you were planning to go running back, running back, and the two running backs that you wanted, they went off in front of you, well, switch to, you know, whatever you think is necessary in that moment. Where they go wide receiver, where they go Kelsey, you know. You have to switch on the fly and be ready for that. So that's be flexible. Next tip, have printed information ready on hand in front of you. Or if not printed, have like multiple screens with stats. So right now I have an NFL, uh, NFL stats um, receiving page open and I have an ESPN um ranking as well another screen so i have stuff that i can look at because when you're in the moment you know there's a lot of information right you have to process all this information so the more information you have available to you you know especially visually physically that will help because it's right in front of you all right next the last tip is keep an eye out for your guys you know when i did my brother awards like I look at my the guys who I have as my brother. And what I did, I went to the draft already and I put my brother them. I put them in the queue. So even in the heat of the battle, in the heat of the moment, when you're feeling the pressure and everything, I have my main guys already queued up. So even when you might get nervous or you forget what's going on, all you have to do, go back to your queue and your people, <laughs> your brother them, will be there waiting for you and the last thing is like a little extra add-on thing what they call brata in jamaica is just look we're just gonna have fun that's the main thing there's no such thing as a bad draft your draft players once they play in nfl and they're gonna start and play football well it's fine that's a starting point so nobody can know how a player is gonna really perform because we're not psychic we're just using, you know, stats, trends, and, you know, playability, different factors to determine that. So if somebody want to make fun of you for picking, you know, your favorite player, make them laugh. It's okay. You pick your player so you can cheer for him. You can have your fun. And like I said, that's the main thing about this is to have fun. All right, guys. So now we are two minutes away from the draft so you guys um, gonna hear live okay so remember I'm ninth <coughs> so I pick ninth and at number nine I'm looking to get Tyree kill Devontae Adams or Austin Eckler.
one of those three is who I'm looking for right here at number nine. You know, if I get Tyreek or Devante, I'm good with that. And Austin Eckler to me is who I'm going there. I know I can probably go Kelsey there, you know, even Diggs, Jonathan Taylor, Barkley. He might still be there, but those are the guys that I want because this is a PPR league, so I want a 100-catch player right here, right? If it's a PPR, you get a point for receptions. You tend to draft receivers higher because they get more receptions, and more receptions, more points. So really looking to get top receiver right here or at least a running back that catches a lot of passes. All right, so the draft has begun, guys. I'll give you a rundown as it happens. <laughs> First went McCaffrey, Cook, Kamara. No surprises there so far. Those are the big three running backs. And that's no surprise. Number four, Derrick Henry. Russian champ, 2,000-yard season. No surprise again. <clears throat> this is where we might start seeing surprises because usually Zeke comes off here at five. But this player, he's considering. Okay, so he didn't do anything crazy. He went Zeke at number five. Because, <laughs> I mean, it's Zeke. What are you going to do? Have to take him there. All right, so five running backs so far, which is very typical, very common. Um, and then another running back, six, went Chubb. Kelsey went at number seven. So the Kelsey went before, earlier than I thought. All right. So number eight went to Devante Adams. So I'm on the clock at number nine. Aaron Jones is there, but I get my main guy who I want, Tyreek Hill. So I take Tyreek Hill. That's my real brother. Tyreek Hill was the main guy I wanted. So happy about that. That's a good start. Good start. We got the cheetah. His speed is unmatched. All right. So let's get back to after I took Tyreek, then Jonathan Taylor went. Aaron Jones went. That's number 11 pick. There's a lot of running backs. Almost all the running backs look like. All the top running backs went off the board, it looks like, so far. So the first five, the first six picks were running back. Then running back was the last three. So six picks in the first round, running back. Number 12, Austin Eckler. There goes the other guy I wanted. Of course, it was very unlikely that he was going to come back to me. Especially in a league as tough as this, these guys, they are sharks. These guys are real sharks. Like every single player is what I would call a good player. So it's a competitive league. So I didn't expect Eckler to make it back. So it's my turn. Wow, I'm on the clock again. And Diggs is there. Oh, my gosh. Oh, big problem. Big problem. 
I'm faced with the decision right now. My brethren, this guy me said, I said, really, it's going to have a big monster year. And now I have to choose between him and Stefan Diggs. Who Stefan Diggs, I rate highly too. But I didn't think he would be right here. There's Joe Mixon there. Justin Jeffries there. Darren Waller, Keenan Allen. So right now it's just Diggs. I'm going to go Diggs. Just a better quarterback. Better quarterback. But really, still, he has still my brother. But I'm going to go Stefan Diggs right here. All right, so I took Diggs. All right, so, so far, I have Tyreek Hill and Stefan Diggs, two star receivers. Like I said, I was flexible. I really didn't plan or sure I was going to come back with a receiver in the second round, but I didn't think Diggs was going to be there, who to me is, you know, somebody who is definitely possible first rounder or at worst case, early, early second. So I just had to take him. You know what I mean? And Calvin Ridley, my dog. <laughs> my dog was just there waiting for me. But like I said, it was just too much value on Diggs. And then look, Calvin Ridley went right after Diggs. So I know that person was looking. So you know what? He was probably thinking, like, look, I'll take either one. Ridley's are Diggs are Ridley. Can't, can't lose. You know, two studs. So can't really lose there. So, I took Stefan Diggs at 16, Calvin Ridley went at 17, then it was Josh Allen at 18, and the guy's a Bills fan too, his name is Bills Mafia, so <laughs> no surprise there, he took his quarterback, like I said, you know, it's about fun, maybe Josh Allen, maybe he didn't go that high before, but who knows, he's a, you know, top three quarterback in the league. And he can always be the number one quarterback in the league. Just on his potential alone, he could be the number one. So, Josh Allen, nothing wrong with that. Then after Josh Allen, it went um, D-Hop. Look, DeAndre Hopkins went 19. Then DK Metcalf, big boss, went at number 20. And the draft is going a little bit faster now. So, it was DK Metcalf. Then it was Kittle, George Kittle, so another Titan. And off the board. So it's gonna be interesting with how the Titan situation is gonna play out. Because as you guys know, I'm a big you know Carl Pitts guy. But I've seen Carl Pitts going earlier and earlier. And I mean ideally if I can get him in the middle fourth. Or fifth, um, um, I will definitely consider it. But you know, as how my strategy usually goes, I want to get top running back and top receiver early, and then maybe in the fourth or fifth, I will consider a Titan or a quarterback right there. If there's an elite Titan in the fourth. Or elite quarterback, I will definitely do it, no problem. All right, so after George Kittle, then Justin Jefferson went. Then he was at 22, 23rd pick was Clyde Edwards Hilaire. And then Patrick Mahomes, arguably best quarterback in the league, he closed out round two. First pick in round three was 
Keenan Allen, stud, beast. <laughs> I mean, somehow I always try to draft Keenan Allen because to me, Keenan Allen is like one of the, sh- the surest things in football. Like if you're new to fantasy football and you're wondering like, what's a good receiver I can, like what's a great receiver I can get that's not, you know, going like in the first or second round. Trust me, it's Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen. I mean, he's he's a he's a big boy, you know, big man. <laughs> Keenan Allen is just you know a great player, icon. Hundred catches easily. That's I mean, that's probably his floor. And if if you don't know when I say floor, the floor means that's probably the lowest number you can expect from Keenan Allen. Like. And maybe that's sound kind of crazy if I say 100 is his floor. But let me just throw in that if he's healthy. If he plays 16 games, even even though I know we have an extra game, if he play at least 16 games, Keenan Allen is guaranteed like 100 catches. And that's not even anything. That's not even a hot take. That's, anybody will agree with that, I think. I hope. <laughs> I hope. All right. So after Keenan, then um, A.J. Brown went after him. AJ Brown, beast. Everybody knows that. Um, then Darren Waller went after that. And another Buccaneer, Chris Godwin, my dog. Chris Godwin went after that. And then Joe Mixon went. So now my pick is coming up. All right. So let me look and see what I have so far. So on my team so far, I just have two receivers. So right now, I'm really looking for a running back. All right, so I want a solid running back, but I'm not going to pass up another great receiver if he's there. And right now, I see <laughs> I see a lot of great receivers, so we'll see. And then Kyle Pitts is down there too, so all right. So right now on the board, Allen Robinson's still there, McLaurin, C.D. Lamb. And if Allen Robinson's there when I'm picking, I'm taking Allen Robinson. And that would mean I would take, you know, I'd have taken three receivers first. But if that's how it works out, that's how it's going to work out. Uh Uh-oh. Looks like Alan Robinson is going to be there. (laughs) I was just bluffing. (laughs) I was just bluffing. I didn't really want Alan Robinson. Don't make me have to choose him. Don't make me have to choose Allen Robinson just because I said it live. <laughs> but yo, we're not backing down. <laughs> I only taking this time thinking, who did he take? He took Hawkinson. Wow. Mm. TJ Hawkinson over Allen Robinson and CD Lamb. Chris Carson. David Montgomery. So there's a running back there. So do I have to take a running back now? Because I have to? I'm not. Because I'm going to get Mike Davis on the next pick. So James Robinson's here as a running back who I really like. James Robinson is tough. He's tough. He's great. Um, But I'm really looking at Allen Robinson. He's a stud. I don't think he catch under 100 yards i mean 100 catches a season 
Ali Robinson or CD Lamb? Nine seconds left. All right. I took a chance. Did something wild, crazy. I went against my normal flow and my gut and I went with the unexpected and took CD Lamb. That was just, you know, spontaneous moment that as a, you know what, Allen Robinson for sure is a stud receiver. But on the other hand, I'm like, okay, what if, what if, just what if CD Lamb really blow up? And, you know, I'm not a guy who's been pushing CD Lamb. I'm, you know, I'm not one of the guys pushing the hype train. But sometimes you just want to buy some shares, you know, so just in case the people who are doing the hyping, just in case he turn out to be what they say, well, you know, I would at least have invested just a small piece in there. Like I said, sometimes I try to trick myself. Not even trick myself. I try to, you know, just what we call in Jamaica, we say psych. You know what I mean? Try to play tricks on myself and just see what can I do to mix it up. So who knows? Like I said, it's having fun. You know, just having fun. We don't know how it's going to turn up. But right here, I'm looking for Mike Davis. So I can get Mike Davis or Kyle Pitts right here. And I'm a... Oh. Chris Carson, David Montgomery, James Robinson, Gus Edwards. Wow. Ooh. One of those guys. So who went? Tyler Lockett. So now I can pick out of five or six, seven good running backs, including Carpet. So there's Chris Carson's available to me. And this is in the fourth run, by the way. Chris Carson's there. David Montgomery, James Robinson, Gus Edwards, Amari Cooper, Robert Woods, Miles Sanders, DJ Moore, Josh Jacobs, Carpets, Julio Jones, Lamar, Mike Davis. So many great players. So many great players. So far, I have three receivers. Do I dare go four receivers? No, that would be too crazy. So right here, it has to be a running back. It just has to be. Chris Carson, I like him, but they always rotate too much. All right. Let's go with the unicorn. Let's put my money where my mouth is. Take the unicorn, Calpits. And still, I don't have a running back, and I don't pick for another 15 picks. So, right now, ultra risky strategy. But it's PPR still, you know. So, picking um, receivers and titans is not terrible but you still need those you need those running backs so we'll see which running back comes back to me but i know whichever running back comes back it's not going to be one of those stud you know somebody we're gonna have to work on we're gonna have to work with him <laughs> we have to bring him along and coach him up <laughs> We're going to have to coach him up, right? So we're going to do some push-ups, some pull-ups, 
You know, in sit-ups, we're going to have to run five miles in the morning and even time. So I'm not going to have a great running back court, it looks like. But, hey, most points win. doesn't matter how these points come. As long as you have the most points on a weekly basis and in the playoff, that's what matters, having the most points. So, you know, we're just chilling right now, seeing what's going to happen next. But we know we want to attack for sure running back next time around. And we have to think about um, quarterback right after that. So we're going to go running back, running back, the next two picks. And then after that, we're going to go to the quarterback. And then we'll have completed the starting roster. And then we can start, you know, digging to some more interesting, like, speculative players, you know, some kind of deep dives. You know, we're going to pick up Antonio Brown. We're going to try to get Gabriel Davis. Look, I'm not leaving this draft without Gabriel Davis. All right? Gabriel Davis is coming. And not because, you know, Jill Brandt um, said, well, actually, that is actually a big part of that. Jill Brandt said, um, Gabriel Davis is going to have a breakout year. And, you know, I'm a Jill Brandt guy because he's usually, you know, creepily, eerily accurate with his with his breakout predictions. So, yeah, respect to um, Jill Brandt. You know, great um, NFL um, journalist. You know, you can look him up on Twitter. A lot of information, knowledge, Jill Brandt. So, yeah, he have Gabriel Davis, so... So most of my drafts so far, I've drafted um, Gabriel Davis. So hopefully I can complete the cycle and get him in this league. All right. So what I will do is just go back and recap just a little bit of what has been going down. All right. So after I took Kyle Pitts, then David Montgomery went, Chris Carson, Josh Jacob, Robert Woods, Gus Edwards, Julio Jones, Miles Sanders, DJ Moore. And now Mark Andrews. All right, so we're getting down into the good part of the draft. Round five through six and seven. I mean, the first two rounds, I would say, is basically, you know, all elite players. And the first two runs kind of pit themselves a little bit because those players are so good. You can basically close your eyes and pick one, you know, because, you know, it's all good. But once you get past the fourth, going into the fifth and sixth, a lot of the elite players gone. I know you have, like, like really good players or great players. I know it's try to determine which one. So right now, I'm looking at my choices coming back. And it looks really good. I'm very happy with what I'm seeing right now. So I don't I have five more picks in front of me. But as of right now, Mike Davis is still on the board. Damian Harris, Daryl Henderson, Trey Sermon, Kareem Hunt, Miles Gaston. Those are all starting running backs. And Chase Edmonds. Chase Edmonds is down there, who I'm gonna try to get coming back so my main target right here is mike davis if i get mike davis i'm probably gonna just like i'm gonna jump i'm gonna just rock it through the roof 
Because <laughs> I think they're going to feed him the ball. And the good thing about Mike Davis is that he is very PPR friendly. All right. When he was in Carolina last year, he was catching a lot of passes. He was playing like McCaffrey. So we know he has hands. He can catch the ball, no problem. Six, seven receptions a game for um, Mike Davis. That's not crazy because he was doing it last year. And he's a really good runner. So to me, he's a guy who's kind of fresh because he's never really been a featured back like consistently throughout his career. So Mike Davis, to me, is going to have a kind of a breakout kind of year because this is the first time he's actually going to be given the lead role like full-time and just say, hey, you're the big guy now. You're not second string anymore. It's your show. So you give somebody like Mike Davis 20, 30 touches a game with an underground or through the air. That guy, man, not many people can stop um, his kind of running style downhill. And he's agile too. So Mike Davis, um, um, good player. So right now it's, it's two more picks. No, one more pick left in front of me. And they're stealing and Mike Davis. So I'll either get my guy, Mike Davis, or Thielen. We'll see. But we want the running back. Give me the running back right here. Give me the running back. This is my big homie right here. Jaime. Yo, what's good, Jaime? Big up yourself, my youth. And he didn't do it. Who he picked? He picked Robbie Anderson, which clears the way for me to take. Mm. Mike Davis. I want to take Mike but look at Deontay Johnson. That's 100 catches right there. I'm going to take Deontay Johnson. All right, as much as I love Mike Davis, I cannot really pass up 100 receptions right there. And as it worked out, Mike Davis came back to me. So I took Deontay Johnson first because I didn't want to lose that. But then I get the guy I really wanted anyway, Mike Davis. So I'm happy with that. So to me, I got a stud running back in my mind in the sixth round. Because that's what I'm projecting for, um, for Mike Davis. You know, so we'll see how that works out. But I'm feeling, you know, feeling satisfied with that. I like how that works out. So I can give you a rundown of my team so far. So right now, we have Tyree Kill, Stefan Diggs, Mike Davis, Kyle Pitts, C.D. Lamb. Now, I would just say the C.D. Lamb is out of my regular, you know, football vibes. I'm not a big CD Lamb guy, but like I said, when when you hear me earlier, it's just something different. I'm gonna just throw in there because, you know, I'm not gonna just be so one track mindset. Just because I think a player is gonna do good, that means he has to do good. Or if I don't think a player is gonna do good, that means he's not gonna do good. You know, so we just kind of just throw a look at something in there to kind of even out the balance. You know, balance or thing a little bit. So that's how, you know, CD Lamb end up in my team. <laughs> so we'll see how that one works out. But what we'll do is I'm going to just go back to the draft now. 
All right. And on the next episode, I will just wrap up for you guys the rest of the draft and how everything turned out. And I'll just let you guys know how my team turned out. All right. So thanks for tuning in. Good luck in your draft. Hope you guys draft a great team and win a championship. But that's why we're here. We're going to be here throughout the season. We're going to help. You know, we're going to try to win some championship. All right. So check, in out, check us out next time where we'll look into what happened in the draft and so forth. Give thanks. One.